Welcome to the 612 podcast. I'm Jonathan Stiano, consultant plastic surgeon, and I'm going to talk about how you can make your private practice run like a business rather than just a job. I'm going to talk about putting in systems and processes into your practice so that you can deliver a consistently excellent service and level of care to your patients. I'm not talking about the clinical care that you deliver, I'm talking about everything else. Every week, at 6.12, I'll be on the Fub Facebook page with a live broadcast where I'll be giving tips and advice. And I'll run on to this podcast, which will be published every Friday. So here goes for today's episode. Hi, I'm live. It's Thursday uh, evening, 6.12. And this is the uh, 6.12 Club, which will also be on the 6.12 podcast, um, which will be available on iTunes and other places, I think and only available for members of the club, which is a closed group of doctors interested in growing their private practice. And today I'm going to be talking about why you need to use social media. And I know that doctors are a bit slow to adopt this, and I completely understand it because I am a doctor myself, believe it or not, and I am a bit cautious of it myself, and I'm one of the more proactive uh, members of my community. And I think a lot of doctors are, are quite frightened of it and don't embrace it and don't use it, certainly for their business. And I think that if you are listening to this or if you're watching this, then you are probably interested in growing your private practice. You might not be. So if you're not, then that's fine. But if you are interested in growing your private practice, I really do think you have to have a social media presence and that is for two main reasons the first reason is that it is an excellent way of getting your message out there and getting content out there and if you one of my big things that I talk about that we have to do if we want to grow our private practice is to produce content and uh, having a social media presence is a great way of um, distributing that content or, or showcasing that content. Obviously, you can showcase the content on your website. So if you're, if you're doing a blog, for instance, I did a blog for a long time, and I still do a blog on my website, and it just sits there. And, you know, people might visit it, might not. Um, but you realize after a while, if you are producing a lot of content, you have to start getting traffic to your content, getting people to see your content and getting getting exposure out there. And a, a social media platform is a great way to do that. It's a great way to put your blog post out. And, and you can do it in a much smaller way on your website. If you want to put a, a blog post out, it's quite a big deal to put a blog post out. You feel like you've got to have something tangible to say and you've got to get, you know, write it and pay for headings, subheadings, bullet points, maybe photos, pictures. It's a, it's a bit of a palaver, whereas with social media, it's a, a way that you can put, put smaller chunks of content out more regularly, uh, which is more easy for people to consume or for people to listen to, watch or read. And so I think it is an excellent way of showcasing the content. Now, that does mean you have to be producing content. So if you're not comfortable producing content, then there might be a problem, but it all goes hand in hand. Again, if you want to build your private practice, I see the job of building a private practice is producing content. The job of being a doctor is doing the doctor thing and treating patients. The job, the job of, of um, 
developing your practice is separate to the doctor thing. Um, much as I think people sometimes think that if you just do the doctor thing well, you'll have a good private practice. I don't think that's necessarily the case. Certainly, if you want to grow it in any significant way, you have to be proactive about growing your practice. And what that means, bottom line, produce content. Could be video, video content, could be audio content, could be written content, but it's producing content. And then social media is a fantastic way of showcasing the, the content. The second reason that you should have a social media profile is because it is another way for patients to contact you or engage with you, interact with you, um, either personally by putting messages on and, 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 and um, interacting with you individually, or just by them looking and watching you and seeing you and seeing your personality and who you are and what you're about. And it's a great way to get that, that over. Again, you can still get that over with uh, emails. You can get it over with your website, but it's more difficult to get the feeling of what you're about and what your, I don't know, your dress sense, your sense of humor, your hobbies, you know, whatever it is, what makes you you. And, and I think that is important. People want to, um want to buy from people i went to a meeting last year with uh some speakers talking about business growth and and building businesses and there were people there was a chap there who was in the in the business of um built buying other businesses and growing them and he was buying high street um chains and he was buying a he bought a big chain uh in america uh, quite cheaply because the chain was loss making because he realized that they are not really marketing themselves in the way that people in 2020 want to be marketed to, um, particularly in terms of social media. He's a guy called Ty Lopez and he's got a very active social media profile. And he was saying that his social media, his Instagram uh, page is bigger than um, Coca-Cola. And, you know, he's just one guy. And that is because he posts stuff about him seeing his granny. He posts things about when he goes to watch a boxing match with Floyd Mayweather. He posts stuff about him buying businesses. He posts a variety of content, and it's human content. And if you look at all the big companies, Coca-Cola, Microsoft, uh, big car manufacturers, if you look at what their social media is like, it's very corporate, and it's not very personal. And I think, you know, um, I think the London Underground are doing a good job with that all on the board. I don't know if you use Twitter, but if you look on Twitter, they do. Um, they, they, you, on a board in the London Underground, they write sort of poems and, and nice little um, skits on these boards. But uh, but big companies want to be more personal. Now, we don't. We haven't got that problem. We are personal because we are people. We are just us. So, we, you know, we big companies want to be like uh, an individual person it's very difficult for them to do it but it's very easy for us to do it and i think in th this day and age people do want to um interact with individuals and i think one of the problems with people who think they want to grow a big private practice is they want it to look like a big company and uh they want it to look corporate and they use stuff words like we and you know about us on their website instead of i and about me i think people want to interact with an individual and when you realize that big companies want to be like individuals you're quite foolish if you're an individual and you, you're trying to act like a big company because i think people do still engage with individuals you've got to look at virgin um 
you know, uh, Richard Branson, Apple, Steve Jobs, there's individuals behind these big brands. And so, uh, and people like to engage with a human being and social media is a fantastic way to do that. So I really think social media is really uh, important for you to engage with those, for those two reasons. Now, there's a couple of reasons people don't do social media. And one reason is a bit like the website reason that people say, what's the point of me doing a website? What's the point of me doing social media? No one's going to look at it. No one's going to follow me. No one's going to be interested in it. Well, quite frankly, you are wrong because if you are doing any sort of work at the moment, if you saw anyone in the patient, any patient in the clinic this week, I can tell you now that they almost certainly Googled you before they came to see you in the clinic. And this is a big misconception that people think they need to have, you know, they look at other people with hundreds of thousands of followers um, and they think, what's the point of me doing it? Because I'm, I'm not going to have hundreds of thousands of followers. I'm going to have five followers or whatever. The point is not to get hundreds of thousands of followers. The point is just to interact, to engage with the people who already know about you. That is a major, major point that you need to just look at and think about engaging with people that already know about you and that are searching for you because they are searching for you. If you're seeing people in the clinic, if you're seeing people now, they are searching for you. They are searching for your name and your specialty. And so what are they finding? That is the question. So if you can get a website up, it's much easier for you to get a website that is optimized for your name and your specialty than it is for, for instance, Spire or BMI because they've got to try and get their website optimized for everybody's name and specialty. So when they type, you know, Joe Bloggs Psychiatrist or, you know, Sandra Burke Orthopedics or whatever your name is, um, you need to be controlling what comes up because that is what people, people are going to be looking for and that is what they're going to judge you on. So that is what you're looking for if you're having a social media uh, profile. You just want that person who comes to the clinic to look at it. You just want the people in your area. You actually don't want 10,000 followers or 100,000 followers. And I'll tell you now, you can get 10,000 followers or 100,000 followers if you want. And you just, there's a way to do it. You follow, you find someone in your area, you follow their followers. And if they follow you back, fine. If they don't follow you back, you unfollow them. And then you do it again. Um, I've been through this and there's programs that help you do it. You can do 500 a day or something like that. And you can quickly increase your um, followers by thousands. But what's the point? Uh, you can usually tell because if someone's got 100,000 followers and they're following 100,000 people, it usually means they've done this. Um, what you really want to do is someone who's following 10 people and has got 100,000 followers. That's a bit more impressive because that, that's someone who has organically grown their reach. But at the end of the day, what you'll find is the vast majority of these followers will be in Canada or China or Russia or goodness knows where. And they're never going to come to the clinic. They're never going to be a patient of yours. So what do you care whether they're following you or not? You'd rather have five or 10 or 50 people who are in your area, who are in your target market, who are engaged, who are interested than 100,000 people who you don't know who they are, um, who just look at your content and just glaze off. So you you want a small group of people who are already searching for you to find you. And if you open a social media platform, they will find you if it's in your name. Hopefully, you've got a weird name like Jonathan Stiano, um, because if you're John Smith, you might be in a bit of trouble. But if you're John Smith, orthopedic surgeon, Essex, you know, you might be all right. So 
get get a website for goodness sake number one please tell me you've got a website and uh, get your domain domain name buy as many domain names as you can this is something i'll go on about and if you can't get a website or if, you, if you're worried about getting a website get my how to build a website course i'll walk you through it step by step you can do it in a weekend but get a website but i think social media platform is really important so the next question is which is the right social media platform to use and to be honest with you it's becoming less and less important in my view because they're all trying to copy each other and uh, they used to have unique features but they're all blurring in a little bit now uh, certainly of the main ones um, I think LinkedIn is a little bit set apart um, LinkedIn is still a bit more for professionals um, but uh, Facebook Twitter Instagram the big ones uh, seem to be of copying each other's ideas it used to be that instagram was um photos uh twitter was these sort of 160 character short posts and then facebook with the daddy with a bit um with the sort of longer posts and what have you but you can now uh then you could do uh, instagram stories which is sort of little posts that ask for 12 hours or 24 hours or something but you can now do facebook stories and you used to do uh you could do facebook live which is what i'm doing here now um but you can do the same thing on uh twitter used to call periscope i don't know what it's called now um you could do the same thing on instagram you can do an instagram so you can do similar things on the platform so which is the best one to go for the first thing i say to you is if you use one already go with that one don't spread yourself too thin don't open too many platforms don't think you need one for work one for business unless you know your family gets very upset if you you know have patience uh, viewing your personal profile but i think the fewer profiles you've got the better because i believe me although you might think of it certainly when you start you think it'd be easy to post content it's not easy to post content it's not easy to think of things to to post about so i would just start with one and if you already use one i would start with that one and uh, I would um, think about trying to post regularly and consistently. It's, it's, I know what it's like, and sometimes when you first start it, you do one post a day, and then you don't do anything for three months. And almost having a, 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 a social media um, platform with nothing on it, or with that last post three months ago, is sort of almost worse than having, not having one at all. So I think it is good if you are going to do this so i'm not saying you have to do this but i think it's something you should seriously consider if you want to grow your private practice you have to commit to posting relatively regularly not that you know even if it's once or twice a month to be honest with you you know if you do it once a week great but if not just once or twice a month and um if one platform resonate if you know obviously if it's photos instagrams the photo one but you can put photos on twitter and you can put photos on facebook so as i said i won't worry too much about um, which one you choose. I think they're all merging into each other a little bit. And I think the main thing is to get started and to start with one and to give it a try. And once you start with one, commit to it, start telling your patients about it. You don't have to tell them about it verbally, but just put it in your email signature. Maybe put a PS. I've just opened a new, uh, you know, Twitter, uh, profile feel free to go and check me out and see what i did on my holiday last week or whatever you know on your on your email um uh, appointment reminders or something like that um so start 
letting people know that you exist. Even if you don't let people know you exist, they will find you because they say they are searching for you already. Um, but you need to also encourage people to find you. And I know people worry about being exposed and uh, many doctors feel it's better to sort of hide because they worry about, about getting bad reviews and being bad mouthed and what have you. But I think if you are doing a good job, you are you need to build up um, brownie points in the online arena. You probably will get some negativity at some point in your career. And if you just hide and that negativity is all you've got, so when someone searches for your name, that negativity comes up, then you're in a lot worse position than if you, over the years you've been encouraging people to engage with you, to talk to you on the social media. They can see that you're a human being. They can see that you're engaging, you're answering questions, you're talking to people, and then you get a bad thing. You can, you can armor yourself a lot better uh, to that bad thing if you have built up some collateral and some uh, positive um, experience in your in your online arena so I really don't subscribe to the view that you sort of hide away just in case someone writes something bad I think in this day and age if they want to write something bad about you they're going to do it anyway and it's much better if you can control as much as what's written about you as possible so you have to get in there early and encourage people to engage with you in a positive way and the vast majority of people will engage with you in a positive way if a lot of people are engaging with you in a bad way Maybe you're doing something wrong. Maybe it's right that you should be called out and to be uh, seen to be not looking after people very well, you know. But I think even if you're doing your best job in the world, you're always going to get one or two people, you know, it's very hard to please everybody. So I think it's really important to think about having a social media platform. Any of the big ones, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook are perfectly reasonable. Instagram and Facebook are both linked, so you can post content across the, the platforms. Um, and indeed, I think when you post it on uh, Instagram, you can link it across to Twitter as well. But I wouldn't go opening up a platform on all of them and then just posting the same thing on all three platforms regularly. I don't think that's good practice. I would just focus on one particularly because people will message you and things and you think, God, where do they message me on Instagram or Twitter? You know, you can't find the messages. Uh, goodness knows I've been there. So just stick with one, go with one. And you know what? Give it a try. Version one is better than version none. Worst case, you just delete it and you cancel it and think that guy didn't know what he was on about. What a load of rubbish. Give it a try. Get out there. Put something on there put some content, listen to what your patients are talking to you about in the clinic, listen to what questions they're asking you. When can I drive after having my yeah. cardiac stent? Um, you know, what painkillers should I use, you know, for my shoulder pain? What, you know, when is a headache worrying? When am I worried? You know, when, what, when should I worry that headaches, cancer? I don't know. Whatever people are asking in whatever fields you're in, it's um, in the clinic. If someone asks you a question, think, right, they've asked, you know, ask them in the clinic. I think, right, I'm going to put a tweet about that, when to worry about headaches or something. I mean, if you want, you can put a blog post about it. But if you don't want to put a blog post about it, just a little a little snippet, you know. Um, it's It doesn't have to be much. I know it's easier said than done. It's about consistency. It's something we'll talk about in terms of time management and consistency and what have you. But it's about doing things regularly. But I do think it's important, and I do think the sooner you get onto it, the better. We're quite lucky as doctors that not many people do it. And But now's the time to start. If you look at other areas, other businesses and, and the rest of the world, 
they are very much <laughs> embracing social media. And I think all this Ty Lopez demonstrates that a lot of big companies haven't really embraced it properly. I mean, car companies is a classic. I mean, car companies, they should be encouraging people to put stories and reviews and, and, and comments about their their cars. And they, they are so much, what they talk about is sort of push marketing. So they keep on putting out stuff about, oh, look at the Ford car, look at the doors and the Xenon headlights and all this sort of stuff. They should be talking about patient stories. They should be engaging with people. Um, you know, that's that's what people want. They want to have engagement. And these are the people who do well on social media just normal people who engage and i think um i'm not here to try and improve big companies um but i do think that we have got benefits that big companies haven't and we're not realizing them and it's going to happen i'm sure it's going to happen that every doctor is going to have a social media profile and you're going to be jockeying with all your colleagues but at the moment you're not jockeying with all your colleagues because when you go and do a clinic at your local spire all those other doctors in the corridor None of them are on Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram, and they're not certainly not posting regularly, engaging with patients, talking, doing stuff like this, Q&A, you know. Um, so get in there early. Get started now. Um, start now. Get perfect later. Do it. Please, 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 I encourage you to at least think about it, and it's a very important thing to do. Social media, get on it. Version 1. Is better than version none. Until next time, this has been the 6 to 12 Club. I'll see you next Thursday at 6 12. Good luck.